What should have been just a tremendous day in Project 70 unfortunately ends in disappointment, but whose fault is it? Listen to Scenario because this song, these lyrics are meaningful to Chuck Styles, and that is what is important here. And now before we begin tonight's show, jump over to allburgundy.com if you're a natural fan and pick up that Reggie Jackson companion card that was released today. There was only 100 copies available, 79 bucks, and one out of every four is gonna come with a night game parallel. So check that out if you're a natural fan. And so welcome back to my channel. My name is Chris, otherwise known on Twitter and Instagram is at CRT underscore sports cards. And my website is where you wanna go for everything related to Project 70, and that's simply CRTSportsCards.com. And hopefully by now, you were able to pick up those Tuesday cards, especially that Bo Jackson by Chuck Stiles. I still need to go purchase my Tuesday cards. I did pick up the Monday cards earlier this morning. I always buy at the very, very last minute. We had some very, very strong print runs from the Monday cards, not a single card under 1100 and the top number over 2,000. So a very strong start to the week. The same though cannot be said about today in Project 70. What was supposed to be just a tremendous day in the set when it came to the Field of Dreams subset that was going to be released, just like we saw with the All-Star cards, that was scrapped basically at the very, very last minute. And now some of you are gonna be like, what is he talking about? Field of Dreams subset, yes, tops did not do a lot of advertising for these cards, or at least pre-publicity. There were a lot of chatter on the different artist discords about the fact that these were upcoming. F.Dot's been a big proponent selling his product, talking about his designs throughout this process. And to see him put up a message last night after I said on Twitter, there's gonna be a great day tomorrow in the set for him to say, yeah, those got pushed back at least a week. It was kind of disheartening. And the question becomes, why is that? How can we get so close to the end and yet the cards get pushed, but then also today around like three o'clock, one of them just magically appears on the website. That Keith Shore Field of Dream card can be purchased right now for the next seven days. There was also an artist proof up for a little bit. It sold out rather quickly at 250 bucks. That to me is a shocker, but this to me is the real big issue. Next week, next Thursday, next Friday, no one's gonna care about the Field of Dreams. And you have these artists that were putting in a ton of work to release a 21st card in their set, and now it's pushed back, and now they're maybe gonna be released next week, and now maybe it's gonna sell 50% of what it was gonna be rather than the 100% it could have been. And now I also get it. I understand that there are certain things that the artist can and can't do with these cards. MLB is not giving these artists free reign to do what they want, but this is a one-time event. This is a one-time celebration around the movie, around playing baseball in Iowa. This is just a tremendous event, and I think this could have been a very, very strong moment for the card art business, and yet now it's gonna be left to Keith Shore to really drive that bus, and I don't really know if that card's gonna move the needle, but if we'd seen all 10 cards, that could have been a very, very different story. And so I will place all of the blame at the feet of MLB. This is a sport that continues to mismanage marketing of their players, and for a sport that does not wear helmets, their players should be more well-known than they are. Just think about 
how well known NBA players are. And I barely watch NBA players, but if one of them walked in, I would know who they are. In baseball, it's a very, very different story. At the same time though, when it comes to tops, I don't know how you release just one. That's not fair to the other artists. And I get it, there are different artists here with different sort of rules and different sort of parameters. How did Josh Ravitas know Mickey Mantle was gonna be available first? Why was he number one? So I get it, there's a little give and take there in that relationship. But at the end of the day, we should have had all of the cards released today or none. But now let's shift focus to a little bit of a happier topic. Let's talk about the cards that released today in the set. And of course, I did not release a Wednesday night video. Those four cards as a whole just didn't really speak to me in the way other cards have throughout the entire set. There were three cards released of players that we'd seen a lot of. And then we had the fourth Tony Gwynn. I really think if I had to pick that Tony Gwynn by Sean Witherspoon would have been my favorite card of the day. I also wish Mr. Cartoon, I think he's missed an opportunity here when it came to the Dodgers he's released. I really wish he'd kept all of his Dodgers in the same format. I thought that would have kept that would have created a really cool kind of subset based on the team, but that's not gonna happen. But now taking a look at the Thursday cards in this set, we have Shohei Otani the second time this week from Ben Baller. We also have Gil Hodges for the very first time from Ron English. We have Hideki Matsui from Toy Tokyo and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. by Mims Bands. And now a day after having the average release number be over 11 for the four players, it was fantastic to see Gil Hodges included in this set. He, by my records, is the 150th player in Project 70, this time, of course, by Ron English. Ron English here continues his trend of colorful cards. His first two, that Yogi Berra and that Babe Ruth now are out there kind of on an island by themselves. But we do have his last eight cards, super, super colorful, all from 1970 tops. The question here is if you're a fan of Gil Hodges, if you're a fan of baseball, is Gil Hodges a Hall of Famer or is he not a Hall of Famer? And so while we can debate Gil Hodges as a Hall of Famer all day long, this next player is clearly never going to be a Hall of Famer. He does though have his now fourth card in Project 70. This time the brand Toy Tokyo has released the fourth Hideki Matsui. It's also the 94th New York Yankee. I, If you're a Yankee fan, I'm sorry. Hopefully you have very deep pockets because I have no idea at this moment how you are going to pick up every single Yankee card in this set. But here is the thing with this card. This card, of course, Toy Tokyo is a brand. Toy Tokyo is an artist. This card is designed by Gloomy Bear. Make sure we give credit to Gloomy Bear for this card. This is now the second time Toy Tokyo has utilized Gloomy Bear for a card. And now this one is a little more graphic than the Ichiro, and so I don't really know how MLB approves this card, but then doesn't approve other cards. So this card is not necessarily my style. I bought the Ichiro, of course, because I'm collecting Ichiro. Maybe this will grow on me if Toy Tokyo continues to use Gloomy Bear. Maybe I will like this more, but for right now, I'm just not feeling this Hideki Matsui. And now you wanna talk about feels. When Mims Bands releases a one minute trailer video for the card that he has released in Project 70, that's when you feel it. That's when you feel how deep his set is becoming. And I'm actually a little sad and disappointed that there was not an Instagram video about this Vladimir Guerrero Jr. This is from 1977 Tops. And if you know, you know why the Canadian flag is important to me. 
I really, really like the fact that he has both countries represented. You can see the stitching on the maple leaf. And now I really do hope in the future, I don't know if it's ever gonna be possible, but if Mims Bands ever does a chase card, I would love a chase card that is cloth so you can feel the design that his cards elicit. And so while the first three cards for me were very easy when it came to do I like it or do I not like it, when it came to the Ben Baller Shohei Otani, at 8.15 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, I am still 100% perplexed on this card. Is this card a no hack card or is this card a hack card? I do not know, but let's talk about this card real quick. This is now, of course, the second time we've seen Shohei this week in the set. We saw him yesterday from King Saladin. This is the 11th card overall, but this is another card that Ben Baller designed that Topps originally said no to, that was supposed to come out a few weeks ago. He had to redesign it, and now this is the finished product. But now, all kidding aside, when it comes to hat or no hat, I'll figure that out here in the next couple of days. When you take a look at all of the 28 Ben Baller cards he has released from 2020, and now 70, this card, it's not as good as his Jackie. That Jackie from Project 2020 was just unbelievably striking. This to me is his second best card. This card crushes his entire Project 70 lineup. And because of that, this is going to be my favorite card of the day for Thursday, August 12th in Project 70. This will now complete your daily download for Thursday night. I hope everyone has a fantastic evening and I'll see you right here on Friday night where we close out another week in this fantastic set. And because of that, this is going to be my card of the day for Thursday in Project 70. I do not know why the song keeps going off.